0: I'm Valla Sparty
1: and I'm Heather Adams.
0: You are listening to Training Age, the podcast where we explore what fitness, training and lifting looks like at different stages of your fitness journey.
1: Today is a quick little podcast episode that we wanted to cover because this is something that we talk about a lot with our clients Um, and whether or not you are um, with a coach doing one-on-one coaching or self-coaching, knowing how to take form videos at the gym and progress pictures can actually be really beneficial um, in tracking your progress and improving your form in the gym.
0: Yes. All right. So let's first dig into form videos. Why take them? That's a question that we that we get from people. It's something that we encourage our clients to do.
1: One of the reasons that it's really nice is that it allows you, obviously, to check your form to see if you're improving in the gym, improving your setup, improving the way that you are executing an exercise. Um, It allows you to see maybe your tempo, maybe if you could slow that down or improve, or are you really pausing in that one count position? Sometimes when we're in the middle of a set, it's really hard to assess that. And so it kind of gives you this second set of eyes, whether or not you're sending it to your coach, or you are reviewing it yourself, it's really beneficial to be able to take a bird's eye view and say, okay, like, how, how am I really doing here with um, my, my exercises and execution?
0: Yeah. And the other thing that you can check when you're take a form video is intensity. We that is definitely something that is subjective, we can't, tell you what as one rep in reserve, um, set looks like or what failure looks like or feels like that's something that you feel yourself. But the cool thing about watching a form video is you can see if your tempo starts to slow down, which signals to you that you know that you're getting a little bit of fatigue that's happening over the course of the set which is good if you're going for a failure set or trying to keep um, a high RIR of like one or two or low, I guess, right? Low.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, sometimes coaches can actually tell if you have, I don't, I, I've i noticed like what we think is a one RIR and then your coach sees it and says, I think you actually could have done more. I don't know. Yes.
0: The second thing that helps you to gauge your intensity and if you are pushing a failure set, is going to be tempo. So is your tempo slowing down? And if it is, then that means that you are getting closer to that fatigue that's necessary for, you know, that failure set. Um, And I guess another thing too, is sometimes you'll see form breakdown as well. And a little bit of form breakdown is going to be okay. Because again, that means that you have fatigued the muscles that you meant to work during that set. And you're not you don't want to take it to the place where you are compensating with other things. But if you see a little bit of form breakdown, then you're like, oh, yeah, like I, I did a good job. Like I started off super solid. And then as I got to my last rep or two, it kind of got a little bit wonky. Like maybe I wasn't getting the full range of motion or, you know, maybe I was getting a little bit more of hip dominant work when it was supposed to be quad dominant work, something like that. And so that helps you to gauge that intensity as well. And that's something that you just can't feel when you're in a set. But if you can look at that video and review that after the fact, then you can get a good uh, a good gauge on how you did there.
1: Yeah. And I think you bring up a, a good point. And we're not necessarily talking about failure in this episode. We probably should do another episode talking specifically about failure. But I think sometimes when people think taking a set to Technical failure means, right, when you can't do another rep without losing good form. The problem is, and I think you brought up a good point, is people will say will stop as soon as um, they have to really struggle through the rep versus, you know, really trying to kind of push through a little bit. I mean, I, I see a lot of clients just kind of bail and they're not willing to like push through some of those sticking points. Yeah, And there's a difference between... Getting a little grindy at the end of the rep, right? Where I was (laughs) waiting for that word. (laughs) That's the word. (laughs) Getting a little grindy. That's actually one of my favorite words that you use because I think it describes it accurately. Because it's not always getting really like as soon as you get to the point where you're just really kind of pushing through and really having to struggle through. I know that I'm getting close to that. You know, maybe one, two, one, zero, r i r. And, but if I just kind of breeze through and everything's just smooth and smooth sailing the whole time, I know I have more reps left in the tank. So there's just this fine balance of not overcompensating, not putting yourself in a position where you could injure yourself or you're using lots of other different muscle groups, like to try to perform the rep versus having to really like grind through the last couple of reps. And that's where you kind of know you're getting into that, you know, close to failure range. So I don't know. I mean, that's probably a whole other episode where we really dive into failure. But I think sometimes people's definition of what a one or two RIR tends to differ. And that's actually a great way the form check videos can help you kind of learn that about yourself or your coach can kind of help get that eye on you and say, you know, I know that seemed hard, but I can tell by looking at this video, you probably could have gone for one more. Or maybe you could have even gone for two or three more. So I don't know what your experience with that is, Val. But that's, when I see videos for my clients, I actually really love to see their last one or two sets, because that helps me to really see how much intensity they're bringing to the sets.
0: Yes, I couldn't agree more. And it gives you the courage, because if whether or not you're watching it, or you're getting that feedback from your coach that's watching your video, and they say, Hey, like, you could do another rep, or you can look at it. And you're like, Oh, man, I probably could have done four more reps. That gives you the courage next time to, to go in there and push yourself a little bit harder. And that's what's really cool is it kind of is, this is moving into our last point of why to take form videos, but it's kind of like this second eye. When you set up your little camera, your phone or whatever at the gym and record yourself, do you think that you are going to do that set as best as you possibly can? Or do you think you're going to do it distracted? Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be right. trying your best with that set. You're going to be like, "Okay, I want to make sure my form is on point. I want to make sure I've got good tempo. I want to make sure my setup is good." Sometimes you might be like, "I want to make sure my stomach is tucked in." <laughs> but I,
1: I wanna look good. Yeah.
0: But it's just one of those things of like it really is a second eye. It's kind of like somebody else is watching and it makes you perform your best and Possibly even push a little harder than you might not have had the camera not been turned on. So,
1: yeah. I mean, for example, today I had double integrated partials on the hack squat. Oh. Thank you, Val. Oh, yeah. And I was going into that last set. And I really didn't feel like filming today, but and but I was really like not feeling that last set whatsoever. I did not want to do it. And I looked at my phone, and I just rolled my eyes and I pulled it up and I set up my tripod and filmed my last set because I knew Having that, I didn't know if I was going to post it, if I was going to send it to you, if it was just for me, it didn't actually really matter. I just knew that I had a little pretend coach <laughs> standing there watching me and that I would want to look back at that video and be able to be proud of my effort and just give it my all. And I always think actually in terms of time too, thinking, okay, how long does this second or actually take me less than a minute? I can do anything for less than a minute. And when I have that little video camera watching me, I know I'm going to give it my best. And so, you know, it really does help to kind of give you this false sense that somebody is watching you, even if it's just you. Yeah. And it c- gives that little boost of motivation to really work hard and be the bad A that we all know that we are. We all have that in us, right? That's right. Um, and we've all been to these like N1 practicals where we have like coaches standing over us and you have like this whole group standing around you and you just like When you have eyes on you, you you give it your best, right? So um, sometimes we're all concerned people are watching us. And most of the time people aren't, but if you want to pretend people are watching you to help motivate you to work harder in the gym, then use that as a tool. And sometimes that camera can be that little motivator. So um, I'm a real big fan of form check videos, Yeah, big fan. They're fantastic. So how do we do it, right? Sometimes that's the hurdle. If you work out from home, It's not a big deal, right? You just can kind of set up your camera anywhere. The first thing you really need is a tripod. So if you work out from home, I would recommend like a nice full-size tripod so that you can really just move it around. You can get them super cheap from Amazon. There's a million of them. If you work out from the gym, you can also take a full-size tripod or you could take a small little one that um, fits in your bag. They even have tripods that you can pull the legs out on them. So um, you can just you know, make them compact and fit them in your bag, however you want to do it. Um, what kind of tripod do you have, Val? I just got a new one. It looks like a
0: wand and I press the button uh-huh. from the bottom and the little legs pop out and then it pulls up. So cool. it's really nice and compact. And I, cause I was just in Florida the last two weeks. So I had that with me um, everywhere I went. So oh, nice. And yeah, it's super small, much better than mine I had is before.
1: Yeah, I think I need to upgrade. So we probably when we this episode comes out, we'll share some tripods that we like in our stories yeah. on Training Age. But um mine is this little tripod and it has these little bendable legs. So I will like you know, use other equipment to bend the legs around so I can get different angles, or it just kind of props up on the floor. It's it's much easier than just trying to prop your phone up in random locations. Um, I've taken my full size tripod to the gym. I've been that person that's a little extra, and at the same time, I'm just like, you know what? I'm just doing me. Yeah. <laughs> I I care about I care about um, my form and my execution and performing really well. And I'm sure lots of people have different opinions about that when they see somebody filming in the gym, but that's kind of my, their problem, not mine. And you kind of have to get that mindset around, you know, around that, which I know can be challenging, but you know, no apologies. Right. Um, Working hard. what it's, else would you say? It's so
0: the, the next thing is once you got a good tripod or a good setup, you want to make sure that mm-hmm. you have a good angle. Oftentimes we'll get videos from clients and they record themselves like, with the camera right next to them, and it's like angled up. So all you can see <laughs> is kind of like this huge, gigantic foot, and then this tiny yes. little microscopic head. <laughs> and you're like, yes. you can't really see what's happening. So you just want to make sure that you've got a good angle, and so you can see what's happening in the movement. And yeah, and then from there, you know, when you're setting up to record gym etiquette's super huge because if your tripod's in the way, if you got a lot of people that are in the background of your recording, stuff like that, like the, your fellow gym friends are not going to appreciate you very much. So communication is, is good making sure that you communicate to people like, Hey, I'm going to record a set real quick, or you just wait until there's not anybody around. And then you record that working set that you want to have, or you go to, you know, like maybe it's at the cable station, it's really crowded. And so that was the thing that was next in your workout. But you're like, Hey, I want to record a set here, but there's like a bazillion people. So I'm going to go and do this other exercise where there's not anybody so I can record. So it's just kind of thinking about that. And you don't want to go out of your way with form videos to like constantly be recording that it takes away from your training.
1: (laughs) Yes. That's a good point. But
0: it's like, you know, record a record a set. I, I tend to like to say record a failure set, which is like, I know you had mentioned that too, Heather, you like to do the same thing. So it's like you get that set and it might not be the failure set of every single exercise you do that day. It might just be one. And so it's just, checking to your intensity and all those good things as well. And mm-hmm. the last how of taking um, form videos is getting over feeling self-conscious.
1: Yes. Yeah. And and that's a big one, right? I mean, I, I think we kind of talked about that when, um, you know, you're communicating with other gym members about the fact that you're taking a video. And I would say, you don't need to be apologetic about it, but you do need to be aware of your surroundings and who's there and – and as you mentioned but yeah it's getting over that feeling of being self-conscious and that can be really hard and um, we actually came across this term called the spotlight effect and it's a phenomenon by which people tend to believe they're being noticed more than they really are and i think we all <laughs> struggle with that i don't know how many clients that have said i want to go to the gym but everybody's going to be watching me and it's just going to be so embarrassing and i have to assure them over and over again nobody really is watching you nobody really cares that much you know maybe somebody might glance over but most of the time people are way more concerned about what it is they're doing than what somebody else is doing
0: i couldn't agree more well said now we will transition and just quickly talk on progress pictures why take progress pictures Now, before we get into the whys, I just want to say that oftentimes when I get a new client, they're like, oh, that was like so uncomfortable taking those pictures. I don't like the way I look. Guys, okay, self-love, man, self-love. Like (laughs) you look amazing no matter what. But when you are going for a physique goal, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Trying to improve your, your physique is nothing to be ashamed of or feel bad about if it, if it, Um, uplifts and, you know, makes your life better. Like if it makes you feel good, then do that. So take the pictures. That's what I want to like emphasize straight up. You are beautiful no matter what. Take those pictures and be proud of everything that in your life that's brought you to this point that you're at now for when you are starting to take progress pictures and focus on some Um, improvements with health and fitness.
1: So yeah, don't wait to take the pictures when you think your body looks phenomenal. In fact, that's actually I've had people ask me like, hey, you should show pictures of you from like five years ago. And I think, well, I would except for I refuse to take any pictures of myself. And I wish that I had because I was working hard then I should have been proud of my body then but it really would be nice to be able to reflect back and be able to see where my physique has come through all of this hard work. And Val, I didn't mention this to you before, but I actually went all the way back to my very first progress picture that I sent you. And it was actually hilarious. And I will be happy to share it in our stories on Training Age. Because the first picture the lighting was horrible. I look incredibly uncomfortable. My stance, you could just see me trying to fold in on myself. Like I just look, it looked painful. And then my most recent progress picture, I'm like standing there, you know, the lighting's better, you know, just so much more confidence. Like here I am. In fact, I joke with my husband on Wednesdays, which is my check-in day with you. I say, I'm going to go up and send my nudes to Val. (laughs) And he goes, Jealous. Why does Val get all the nudes? <laughs> and I don't actually send nudes to Val. We'll talk about what are appropriate things to wear yes, for, for a the record, picture. They're not nudes. For the record, I'm not sending nudes to Val. But um it it's just really interesting, not only for me to see the progress in my physique over the last few years, but also in my confidence level. And not just because my physique has improved, but that just my comfort level with my body and being able to express myself in that way has just increased tremendously. Um, And that includes even with form check videos. I remember when I would go to the gym and have to film and just being so incredibly uncomfortable with that. And I had to really just work through that. That confidence to be able to say, okay, this is okay what I'm doing. I'm just trying to improve me. I, I'm proud of who I am, you know, there's nothing to be ashamed of. And I think that's just the, the uh, mindset that you have to get into, in any form of self improvement is just being able to be willing to be to be open and vulnerable in some ways. And that's how growth happens. So anyway, that was a tangent, but I just had to share that because I just, I was like, Oh, Val's going to love this. So I'll share, I'll share it with you later, Val, but then we'll post. Yeah, I can't wait.
0: So that is one of the main reasons why I take progress pictures. So you can appreciate how far you come. I think that's, it's really important to, to be able to take those moments and reflect on Oh, this is where I started. And this is where I'm at after all this hard work, and being realistic about the type of progress you can expect based on your limitations and the effort that you're putting into it as well. Because oftentimes right. I feel like those don't align, but just to being able to appreciate that, and then the second thing is so you can see the composition, the body composition changes that have happened over time, because the main goals when whether you are doing fat loss or building ultimately, it's this body recomposition over time, which is where we are getting less body fat and more muscle. And by taking the progress pictures, you will be able to see the changes in your physique over
1: over time. And people don't really believe it, but it really does happen. I just posted a picture of one of my own clients, two pounds difference between the photos, but over three years. And um, she looks like she's lost 20 pounds. But really, there were only two pounds difference. She's just over time lost fat and put on muscle. And it's just completely changed her physique. And it's really amazing. And people hear about body recomp all the time. But don't I, I don't think they actually like believe it can happen. And that's why these uh, progress pictures are so beneficial, because you can kind of see that over time, but it takes a while. And you have to be patient. Yes. But that's why you want to take those pictures, because then you can reflect back and be like, wow, look at how how much i've changed over the last year or two years um and it's it's really exciting um so val how do how does one take a good uh progress picture well like you said from your first
0: picture that you sent it was all shadowy so the yes. first thing you want is to check like for natural lighting ideally if you can open up a window and so you're getting this nice natural lighting. There's no shadows from can lights or something that are over, you know, hanging over your head. Cause what that does is that takes away any sort of detail that you can see and casts like shadows on the blue. It's like us women, we want the, we want a booty, at least the majority of us do. So you want to be able to check that booty out in those pictures and not have these downcast <laughs> shadows. And then
1: would you say it would be best to stand in front in front of a light source generally and not have a light source coming down on your head?
0: Yes. That's what you Precisely. Saying. And so for some people where they take progress pictures in the morning before the sun rises, it's going to be um, really helpful if they could use a ring light. Now, again, this is, you know, something you can just buy from Amazon. I think they're like 15, $15 or something, but it's these, you know, those circle lights and you can put your phone in the middle and that provides really great lighting so that you don't have these shadows that can happen from taking pictures in the morning. But if you can get natural light, that's where it's at. So no shadows is first
1: yeah. thing. And then wear some form-fitting clothing. You know, you don't, like we said, you don't send, send your coach nudes. You know, if you want to make, <laughs> if you want to take picture nudes for yourself, that is totally fine, but don't send them to your coach. And, um, but yeah, you can. I do. Sorry, I have to say,
0: <laughs> don't. <laughs> I've had sometimes um, with past clients where they'll send pictures and then they will like, like nudes, and then they will put like little emojis over their wow. special features, their private parts. So don't do that either, please. Just just wear like a sports bra, wear some, <laughs> some shorts.
1: I mean, I appreciate the creativity. <laughs> but yeah, just a sports bra, maybe some, um, you know, you could wear a bikini. Yes. You could wear a sports bra and maybe, you know, little pair of undies or a little pair of shorts something that's just going to help your coach or yourself be able to see your physique and the changes that are happening there and try to be consistent um, you know for the most part so that you know not one day you're wearing your high-waisted you know bikini bottoms another day you've got your thong on it's just nice to be able to just kind of see you um, some consistency with the, with the clothing as well. It doesn't have to be exact same piece, but similar type. Yes. And then
0: similar to like the angle, when you are recording form videos, you want to have a a pretty good angle when you are taking progress photos as well. And this kind of coincides with like having a timer or using a tripod because I, We'll often get clients that say, oh, my husband, he he had to go to work or my kids weren't around so I couldn't get anybody to take pictures of me this morning. I'll have to do it tomorrow. But that's where it's actually way more beneficial if you set up your camera at the appropriate angle and turn on your, your timer. And so then that way you don't have to worry about waiting on anybody else for those pictures. So the type of angle I'm talking about is somewhere about like hip height or knee height. So it's a little bit of an upward angle. Uh, Oftentimes, if, if the spouse takes pictures of you, it's taking it from a downward angle, which totally flattens your glutes, you can't see your glutes, you guys. You see, I keep coming back to the glutes. (laughs) So you
1: you you
0: want more of that, like upward angle or like face on angle so that you can get a good view of your physique and make sure that you're stepped away far enough that you can get your whole body in in the photo as well.
1: Right. And when you're talking about an upward angle, and this is a problem I get sometimes as well, I, we're not talking about like an up the nose angle, like it, it's just slightly upward. We mostly want if you're going to default to anything kind of head on or, you know, slightly upward, but not like on the floor. And that's why you really need to invest in a tripod um, You and think about you know if you are having a hard time getting in form check pictures to your coach and you're waiting on your husband or some other person to take pictures for you, it's just one more roadblock. And anytime we're trying to be consistent with a habit, um, you have to identify what are some things that are tripping me up from being able to accomplish that and in, in as small as it sounds just buying a tripod is going to help eliminate that roadblock so that you can be consistent in getting in your progress pictures. You don't have to wait for anybody, you know, you just, you can just own that and move on with your day. So that, that's a, that's a big one. Yeah. I I think, I think that's it. Yeah. I think that is it. So yeah, take those pictures, take those pictures, rejoice in the progress And one other thing. This is the last thing. I get pictures or form check videos from people all the time and they say, I'm just cringing sending this to you. Or I just hate the way that I'm looking as I'm sending this to you. And I just want you – just to urge you to be able to see – how beautiful you are and wonderful you are as you stand right now, and see the power in it in what you're doing. Like, look at how strong you are when you're lifting. And if there's things you have to change, that's awesome. Now you know what, you know, now you can see the thing you couldn't see before and you can change it. Or if you're not loving your progress picture, try to like really focus on the things that you do love about it. Like, oh, look at like, my glutes are looking so much perkier. Or look how brave I am by sending this picture And I just think, you know, I I wouldn't have done this a month ago, but I'm doing this now and I'm really excited to continue to progress. And how cool will this be a year from now when I look back on this and just kind of think about you're making this investment in yourself and try to find all of the beauty in each and every step of the way. Um, And you're going to be so much better off for it if you progress with love for self versus shame of self. So that's my last little, you can do it.
0: (laughs) Yes. Positive attitude makes the biggest difference perspective. does.
1: Yes. Love yourself there. So thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Training Age. Um, If you'd like to learn more about the podcast, find us at trainingage.com or at Instagram at trainingage. If you're interested in working with either Val or myself, you can find links to our coaching services there as well. Thanks for listening.